everybody, and welcome to I Sell Comics, a weekly comics report with Mike and Ming, broadcasting from the home of the comic book men, Jay and Sam Bob's secret stash. My name is Ming Chen, sitting across from me, freshly, freshly returned from the West Coast. He's recharged. He's energized. Mike Zapsik, everybody. Say hello, Mike Zapsik. Hey. <laughs> Why? I'm energized. What the hell does that mean? It means, you know, uh, I... I didn't want to call it a vacation. We were, we we were promoting ourselves in a way. Well, we were having fun. We had fun. It was sort of a. Did you see it as a vacation? We went out. We went out. Uh, Funko invited us for the premiere of their documentary, "Making Fun: The Story of Funko." And thank Funko, Funko. Thank you so oh much. Oh my god, that was awesome. Oh my god, what? I was sitting here. There's there's a moment where we're all we've just walked up a red carpet. We've been interviewed. Had our photos taken. I'm kind of looking out. The lights are blinding me. I'm like, how the hell did we get here? I don't you know. Ever- <laughs> don't know. I have no clue. How 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 did this how did this happen? I don't know. We're very lucky. We're very lucky. Lucky, yeah. Oh yeah. my god, falling. It's like Cosmo Kramer lucky. Pretty much. Pretty you much. Fall ass backwards into. Oh, that. we fell and oh we fell hard, man. Yeah. I don't. <laughs> it's crazy. Um, Star Wars 1977, Mike premiered there. It did at the Chinese theater. Pretty cool. Yeah. Did you? I didn't, I didn't even have time to look at. You know, they have the handprints and stuff there. I did. I looked at. Oh, a couple you did. Of the handprints. Did yeah. you? Did you be like, I got bigger feet than? No, 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 no. Then, no I don't know. Then Adam West. A lot of it was uh, covered up, but you know, by the oh, red carpet. By the red carpet. Yeah. yeah. I, you know, we had to step on that red carpet. Yeah. Yeah. At some point, I noticed the red carpet was like kind of uneven. I was like, oh, because the hand. I, the handprints. Yes. The hand, hand and feet prints. The handprints are under there. But yeah, how's it feel though? Pretty cool. Did it you was, have fun? It was, I had a blast. It was great. We saw yeah. a bunch of friends, some comic book men alumni were also in the a documentary. Of, a lot of comic book cool. men alumni. Elvira, Mistress of the Dark. Right. Um uh Robert England. Robert Freddy England, Freddie Krueger. Yep. Also in there. Uh was that it? Yeah. No, uh then, then we had just uh other friends. Um Jason David Frank was in there. Walter Jones, Walter Black Jones, yeah. Ranger, a lot of a lot of cool people in there. Yeah. So legally, Mike, you can say you've been in a movie and a TV show with Elvira. True. You've been in a movie and a TV show with Robert England. True. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Yeah. And then a day later, it struck me that we've all been on the screen at the Chinese theater in Hollywood. Weird, right? Yeah, it is weird. Very surreal. It is weird. It is weird. Um, I don't have any details on when this documentary is coming out. I know a lot of Funko fans are listening to this uh what we saw was a director's cut they're probably well we're we have a scene in it they chronicled us coming in and talking to uh brian and mike uh one the founder of funko and now one the current ceo of funko and I, we're probably getting cut out <laughs> oh, my, oh of course it, was that, would... did you deem our scene necessary to the plot line not really no the plot line not the at all we didn't we didn't propel them forward in any way except to showcase um, Brian's office, which is amazing. Yeah, which maybe – can they cut us out and still showcase the office? Oh, I'm absolutely. Sure they, oh, they my God. They probably got millions of, oh, of footage Oh, of yeah, that. absolutely. Yeah, well, for that one shining moment, Mike, we remember – We were famous. That yes. you were in that movie. And, you know, maybe it would be on the DVD. Yeah, They'll the deleted scenes. The deleted gotcha. scenes, yeah. It's, it's kind of cool. It's kind of cool. And um, it was funny before the movie started. Uh, Brian Mariotti, the uh, current head of Funko, got up and he introduced all the luminaries in the audience that are also in the documentary. It means you got to stand up, though. Yeah. And I look over at you guys. I know you guys didn't want to do it. You're like, oh, I don't God, want to stand no. up in a room full of 
people cooler than us. Yeah, much cooler than yeah. us. I mean, even the the people who weren't in the movie much cooler than us. Yeah. So. Yeah, but I, I looked over. I know you guys didn't want to do it, but you, you have to. You yeah, you got to stand up. But like, I, well, I just popped up for like a second. Hey, how you doing? Bye. Yeah. I, I but Brian up. stayed up. Brian stayed Brian up. Johnson then starts yelling back. Yeah, at the guy on the floor, saying, uh, "What do you say?" Said you're supposed to go up. You're supposed to introduce people and then not have like us crashing down. Right. You know. Yeah, I guess maybe we should have gone first. I don't know uh, or not. No, you guys started off strong. So I wherever they put, I don't know or not. We were right in the middle, else. but it's perfectly fine. Yeah, and he, Brian was being Brian. He introduced us as the three sexiest men in comics today. To ever work that, in a comic that, book store. That I can agree with. All right. I can okay. agree with that. Fine. Uh, can Go you name town. others? Uh, the comic book guy from Simpsons. He's pretty sexy, I guess. I, in what universe? Uh, the Simpsons universe. That's the only I don't one. even think in the Simpsons universe. Yeah. Uh, Comb those sweet tarts out of your uh, your beard. and Yeah, and no, we'll I think, um, geez, where would you rank the Simpsons? I would go probably Apu up top. Oh, sexiest? Sure. Um no, Willie. Willie. Oh yeah, sure, Willie. Okay. What sure, okay, Willie. Willie. Yeah, Willie Willie's um, pretty, pretty cut. I'd Crazy. be um Hank Scorpio is up there. Hank Scorpio, okay, Hank definitely. Scorpio is one def- of them. Definitely. Then um, um yeah, I think I put Apu up there. He's got that garden up yeah. on the rooftop. Have, have we really degenerated to this point in well, I saw comics I mean, where sure. like let's rank the sexiest of you, the You started it with the comic book guy. I no, I just you asked, and I, I did just ask. threw something out there. Cause, I did ask. Well. All right. Well, all this to say that we had a good time. We did. Did you did you visit any comic book stores? I no. They're, they're, I was going to go. We were not that close to comic book stores. We were fairly close. There's Meltdown on Sunset. We weren't that far from – we were maybe a mile from there. Golden Apple on Melrose. Not that we weren't that far from there. Well, they're like two miles away, and I wasn't walking two miles for yeah, – Uber, dude. Yeah, true. Uh, but You went downtown, right? I did. Did you – I went to for, the Iguana Vintage Store. That's pretty cool. Iguana Vintage Store? Okay. I, Iguana Vintage Clothing. All right. Were you looking for a Hawaiian shirt or something? I don't know. I, just, I was just – Or a, I, bowl, oh, a bowling shirt? No, I, I don't know. I was just looking. The problem with vintage in LA is – It's not really vintage. Well, it is, but they, <clears throat> they jack the price up. It's like, oh, oh a shirt's God, like $200. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it was a $200 vintage shirt. I was like, like whoa. Oh, this is cool. It's like, oh, no. No. Yeah, they had like 501s on sale for like 80 bucks. I was like, oh, yeah. Nah. Well, those are vintage, dude. They can't, they don't make them anymore. Yeah, I know. That but cut, still, that style. But, I mean, they could have gotten them from like the flea market. If you went to the flea market, you can. Well, that, that's what they do. There's a big flea market in Pasadena every Sunday at the Rose Bowl, and people go and buy cheap vintage stuff. Then they resell it for 10 times as much. Of course. Or 20. LA, man. Yeah, I know somebody like that. LA, man. Yeah. <laughs> Well, I'm glad you had a good time. You Did, survived. You made blast. it back. You made it back. You made it back. Made it back one piece. one piece. It was great. Yeah, it was fun. Let's do it again. Let us. Let's do it again. All right. Uh, let's see. I got some. Well, first of all, tweet us. Yeah, tweet Ming at Ming Chen thirty seven M I N G C H E N three seven. And Mike is at Michael Zapsic M I C H A E L. Z A P C I C Michael Z A P C I C Yes Yeah Z A P C I C I saw one of our friend uh, I'm go, I'm call, totally calling him out Go ahead Our friend Mike White um, dropped by yesterday uh, If you're in the comic book world you you probably know him He's at all He's also at every convention He's throwing a one day convention uh, a couple of miles south of here No North, uh, north. in oh. Old Oldbridge Oldbridge Okay Yeah At uh, where's that VFW Hall like Yeah Old a, school It's like, an old school comic book 
convention, but he's got some some pretty big names. Yeah, yeah. Mike knows everybody. Yeah. Mike uh, Mike has always helped us out. Mike got us to Scotland. Like yeah, too. Mike got us to Scotland. So, uh, and I'll be there. Uh, yeah, I'll be has, signing yeah. free autographs. So, come on down. Yeah, I would have been with you. I'm booked at uh, Astronomicon gotcha. in Sterling Heights, Michigan that weekend. Or I totally you and Brian. Been with gotcha. You. Um, but he dropped off flyers for the show, and I'm I mean, looking. Yep. I see the names. It's like, oh, these artists are pretty cool. And then, you know, with special appearance by Mike Zappic. Mike Zappic is going to be there. And yeah. people are like, who the hell's Mike Every Zappic? time, dude. Every I know. time. Every you misspell your name. time. Every day. I'm surprised it was spelled correctly in the mo- at the end credits of the movie. That's no, they, they double-checked. They Googled me. It yeah. was good. <laughs> it's like every time. I'm sorry, dude. I'm I sorry. know. Hey, you know, it's, it's my cross to bear for the past, you know. It's it's not that complicated. They're pronouncing, pronouncing, I understand. A lot of people try to clarify, which I appreciate. They, I'll get pulled aside a lot before interviews. And they're like, how do you pronounce this? Mike Zap sick. Mike Zap sick. Mike Zap sick. They're like, okay. I'm like, they're like, how do I remember this? I'm like, well, just remember he, get, he makes you sick. Yeah, oh, make okay. you sick, buddy. Makes <laughs> sick. So Mike Zap sick, but spelling every time. It's not. They never get. They miss a C. Never. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Sorry, dude. All I'm, <laughs> That's all right. I chuckled a little bit. So, but you know, one one place where they'll never get your name wrong is Comic Book Men. Yes, that's which re- true. Which returns on February twenty fifth, two thousand eighteen. A mere what, like four weeks from today. Yes. So get ready. I feel like we've been on break forever, though. Don't you? Uh no, no. Oh, it doesn't. Even. You don't. It doesn't feel like forever. No. I feel like our last episode aired a very long time ago. But maybe that's just me. I miss myself, Mike. What are you gonna do? Even though I'm right here in front of me. You. you are. You're a big fan of yourself. That's good. <laughs> I, I am. I am. I am very much so. Hey, we got an ad today. Well, let's do an ad then. All right, Audible, Mike. Uh, go to audible.com/slash/sellcomics. Go to Audible, man. Just say go audible.com, put in sla- uh, sell no comics, not it's, ISO. It's, no, yeah, it's slash sell comics. That's what you have to do. Audible.com slash sell comics. That's what I just said. Then do it. <laughs> All right. Audible is offering our listeners a free audiobook with a 30 day trial membership. Just go to audible.com slash sell comics and browse the unmatched selection of audio programs. Look at you reading off that title. Download man. a title free and start <laughs> listening. It's that easy. Go to audible.com slash sell comics or text Mike. There's you a new text, text option. Nice. Text sell comics to 500 500 to get started today. I'm a member. I've been a member of Audible for, God, almost three years now. And how's it going for it you? It is fantastic. I have a new car because, you know. Right. So I had to get a new car, which okay. has, you know, features like Bluetooth connectivity. Yes. Okay. You don't need cables anymore. I don't need well. You don't I, need that. Didn't you run like a tape deck? I did like, yeah, to your yeah. iPad or yes, your iPod? I, I, did, I had to do that that whole No like, more. No more. It connects. It just goes right in and you just I, step in your car and it connects automatically, right? Yes. That's freaking awesome. It is awesome. amazing. And uh yeah, Audible Audible is on my car. I don't even use Sirius Radio anymore. Yeah, well, why so, would you? You, you I have listen. Audible. Yeah, what what book can you suggest me? A book? I can suggest a couple of books okay. to you. Um, I'm currently listening to like five of them. Okay, I have like give me five because I don't. I have I, I recommend the same book every time. Ready Player One. Ready Player One's great. As read by Will Wheaton. Will Wheaton. Yes. Uh, I also have Armada on there, also by Ernst Ernest Klein. Yeah, also read by Will Wheaton. Also right? read by Will Wheaton. Okay. Um. Who else do I have? I've I've got a bunch of Stephen King. Oh yeah. Uh Richard McCammon. Okay. I've got uh we're listening now. Uh, I'm I'm listening with my kids cuz I'm a really bad father. 
So I, I let them hear all the the, the f bombs and the s bombs. Was that bad? At least you're there to listen to the f bombs yeah, with them. So. Uh, so we're listening to Hearts in Atlantis right now by Stephen King. Okay. Uh, and there's Black swearing House. in it. There's a lot of swearing. Okay. Holy! And okay. if you listen to some of Stephen King's older books, sure. Wow, it's like listening to to Kill a Mockingbird, man. That guy. Wow. Oh, he was he was dropping dropping some some nasty it's, racial epithets. It's, it's relevant to the book. It was, and it's okay. relevant to okay. the time sure. frame. So. Um, okay, that's cool. Right now, uh, I'm listening with my youngest son. Uh, I've got a couple that I listen with both of them, okay. and one each that I listen with uh, my oldest, Mitch. We listened to we we were in the process of um, listening to Armada. We just finished nice. that, so we're going to start another one okay. uh, soon. And my youngest wanted to my Daniel wanted to listen to uh, Hail to the Chin. The Bruce Campbell story. Nice. Okay. And then ne- next up is uh, Make Love the Bruce Campbell. Make Love the Bruce Campbell way. <laughs> Hell yeah. That's a great audio. That, that's an audio play. I, I wish I wish I could listen, could have listened to that book when I was younger. I might have been a better man. <laughs> or a better lover. Or, yes. or both. Or probably or both. both. Audible content includes an unmatched selection of audiobooks, original audio shows, news, comedy, and more from the leading audiobook publishers, broadcasters, entertainers, Magazine and newspaper publishers and business information providers. And I have to tell you this right now. Okay. And it's, this is something that I was, it's so great that Audible is, um, one of our sponsors sure. today because I was just thinking there's a, a dude, a gentleman who was amazing. He, he read a ton of Stephen King novels. Okay. Uh, the Dark Tower series. His name was Frank Muller. Yeah, Frank Muller. Okay. And uh, unfortunately passed away. He um, signed a, a huge deal with with uh, a bunch of for, – for reading sure. audiobooks. And unfortunately uh, after that happened, he uh, got into a motorcycle accident. Oh, okay. But he has a fan- had a fantastic voice. You can still listen to him. Frank Muller, go. Oh, he lives on forever even though he's gone. Absolutely. But he was the guy who read – a. a ton of the dark tower saga nice by stephen king so all right better than the movie <laughs> okay yeah sorry sorry idris <laughs> yeah. I, I, not not shitting all over idris elba it's not his fault all right mcconaughey uh, now that guy he probably it, it's probably his fault that the dark tower sucks well let's blame him until we have to work with him all right all right all right yeah again audio audio, uh, audio. audible.com slash Sell comics, yeah. not I sell comics, which no. I never understood. But sell comics, I didn't make the URL. We don't make that URL. So. Leave off the I for for integrity. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, so we have a special guest coming on the show today. We recorded with him yesterday. Wanted to really thank him for coming down, Michael Nathanson, who you'll know from the from Marvel's The Punisher on Netflix. Yes. Played Agent Homeland Security Agent Sam Stein. Uh, opposite Agent Madani, he was great. He was he was great in that. Yeah, he um, he recently signed with our convention booking agent Juliet Terzif of ZSC Entertainment, and I think he was looking through who else she had, and he saw her our names on there, and he he says he flipped out because he's a big fan of comic book and he says huge Walking Dead fan, watches it in bed with his wife on Sunday nights. And then once Walking and Talking Dead are over, she goes to bed. He keeps the TV on and watches us right after, which I really appreciate. But he he says he's seen every episode, and he's a geek. He loves pop culture. He loves comic books. 
And he loves us, apparently. He loves our show. That's so, pretty cool, right? Uh, once he found out, he asked for my email address, contacted me on Instagram, and we became friends. And I was like, hey, you're in Brooklyn. Please stop down. And we had to rearrange the dates a little bit since uh, I was in and out. He was in and out. But finally, he came down yesterday. Uh, we recorded with him for almost an hour, and the interview will play uh, at the end of this podcast. I think you're going to find it pretty interesting. We And revelatory. We asked some Punisher questions. Some were fairly general, I suppose, but I think we delved into some and, cool and we also um, we got a little geeky with him. It was pretty cool. Yeah, for sure. And uh, yeah, he stuck around. He stuck around till he closed too. So I don't think he wanted to leave. Which Mike, Michael, you can stay here as long as you want. You can hang out with us. You, yeah. Hey, I, I would have brought you home for dinner. I should have asked him home for dinner. Yeah, he Damn he it. told his wife he was going to be home late. So <laughs> he just, so oh, she's not listening. He, he could have cut, he could have stayed out. Uh, he could have stayed out for a while. So uh, Michael, thank you for coming down. I know we'll cross paths at conventions all throughout this year, and I hope we see you a lot. Welcome to the. Welcome to the family. The uh, you know when I use the term "friend of the family." Yes, you do. You are now a friend of the family. Uh, you can follow Michael uh, on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. He also has a website. I believe it's michaelnathanson.net. I don't know who stole the .dot com, but I hope he gets it back. So, a uh, couple of comic book related pieces of news here. Uh, the first pictures of Brie Larson as Captain Marvel were released. Did you see them? Yes, the green. Outfit. Yes. Confused a lot of people. Why green and black and not uh, blue, gold, and red? Um, the original Captain Marvel, Marvel. Marvel. Um, he had a, a green and white costume. Okay. When, when they first hit a fin on top of his head. Yes. And it's a, a ranking in the Cree militia. Ah, okay. So Cree's uh, and um, extraterrestrial species in the Marvel Universe. Uh, they've got blue skin crees and white skin crees. Okay. White skin crees are looked down upon. Blue skins are like the pure bloods. Oh, okay. There's a higher. There's a caste system. There, yeah. There's there's a hierarchy. Okay. And uh, I Carol Danvers is a. I don't know if they're like blending hers and Marvel's uh, origin. I I don't know what they're up to. Okay. I know Jude Law is playing Marvel. He is. Yes. So uh, not a bad choice. Uh, I I like Jude Law. Okay. But have you heard anything about the plot of this? Are they going with a Captain Marvel number one origin where uh, she blew up in the accident? And I'm kind of hoping that's what happened, okay. and she might have gotten like uh, his, like the, a duplicate of his okay. militia outfit, right? Oh, is she going to publish? Uh, it wasn't. It wasn't called Ms. Magazine, but it was no, it was called Now Magazine. Now Magazine. Yes. It's kind of a women, uh, female forward magazine. Yes, which I think timely if they if they do, do go in that direction. Um, Although magazines are kind of dead, I'm they sorry. are. Okay. Well, might be. She's online. A, I guess she's a blogger now. Yeah, that, she'd that be like a blogger, be, but she would work for no one, right? Except herself. Yes, maybe she could work for an online magazine like Cracked. Yes. Crack.com. Right. Or Mad. Or Mad. Is, no, Mad still publishes. <laughs> Mad still like, published. Okay. Like four times a year. And uh, are they going to have her go in and out of like consciousness? And uh, I don't know. Okay. I'm, I haven't heard a damn thing. They're keeping pretty tight lips on this. Um, wait. And if I remember correctly, it does take place in the 90s though, right? It's I think not, so. It's, God, do we call that a period piece? Are we that old? Or uh, if in the 90s is a period piece? That's well, we lived through it, so it's not like it's not our period piece. So I know, but where they have to rewind everything that far back, where it has to look vintage now, are we that we're that old? Maybe they're rewinding it so, or she'll be catapulted ahead. I don't know. Okay, 
uh, maybe Marvel was around, you know, in the nineties and early two thousands sure. before the Avengers, you know, all yeah. got together. Right. She looks good though. Yeah. I thought she looked good. I mean, we have Ant Man in the seventies and eighties, right? We do. You know, Hank Pym was around in the seventies and eighties sure. when Shield was. He was he was one of the the leading guys at Shield, wasn't he? I believe so. Okay. Yes. All right. All right. I'm well. I'm taking your word for that. I have no. Say yes. I have no clue. <laughs> I, I'm pretty sure because uh, Haley Atwell was she played uh, Agent Carter in the uh, the movie in right. and she was there. Oh right. Oh not, right. Not right, as right. old okay. as okay. she was, so yes, she was like in right. her fifties or sixties. Yes. You're right. So you'd have to figure it's probably the seventies or eighties. Yeah. So yeah, you're right. Okay. I'm just trying to get all the timelines. And then he he. Michael Douglas took that guy by the hair and, and like smacked Sla- his face. Slammed his face on the table? Yeah. Yeah, that was that – that's, that's a douchey husband from Weeds. Right. That's a Michael Douglas uh, I can get behind. Yeah, right? I guess. <laughs> well, I, I'm, I, 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 I have no comment on that. Yeah. I've already made my comments about he, stuff like that. He got throat cancer, Mike. Yeah, he By did. going down on Catherine Zeta-Jones. <sighs> That's How another, does she feel about that's that? That's also a man I can get behind. Yeah. Well, yeah. well go down. Don't, don't don't be saying stuff like that. You can get behind a man like that because Brian's no, going right. to have a field yeah, day. you're right. Cut that out. Yeah, ev- yeah sure. Yeah, cut that Everybody's going to be saying something cut about that. Out. that and uh, this is my favorite piece of good news okay. from this week. Uh, Katrina Law, Mike, our friend Katrina, Katrina Law. Katrina Law. Friend of the family, our favorite, Mike, bar none. She is amazing. Will reprise her role as Nissa Al Ghul in an upcoming episode of Arrow. Very cool. Well, she was in uh, Legends of Tomorrow too, correct? Was she? I, I have. I'm not all caught up. And did if she, did if she, you, did she pop up? That's I think great. so. Okay. And if you don't follow her on Instagram or Twitter, you should. You should because she went to Nepal. She did. It's pretty awesome. She took. Uh, was it a month to go to Nepal? Yeah. Shoot. She, we should invite her to the premiere. Stupid. Stupid. Why didn't I invite her? I don't know. Why didn't you had a plus one? Why didn't you invite her? I didn't think of it. Dang it. Neither did I. Katrina, sorry, we're idiots. Yeah, come to a baller. I'm sure you go to a lot of baller premieres with much better people. So <laughs> well, at least we could have invited you. We could have. Anyways, Mike, in I an unforgettable bad. episode that will change Arrow forever, Katrina wow. Law returns as the daughter of the demon Nissa Al Ghul. Um, Nissa comes to Star City to warn of an impending danger that will threaten everything we know and love. Uh, Law is slated to appear in the as yet undated the Thanatos Guild episode. The sixteenth of the current season. Okay, that's so great. Everything we know and love. Yes. Like so, my family's screwed because. Yes, and her. We know and love her too. I so. don't live in Star City, so I. I really yeah, thank don't, God, right? Uh, <laughs> thank God, we don't place live there. has gotten. It's a shithole, is what it is. Oh my God. Well, Star Labs looks pretty nice. That's in. Oh, that's Central in Central City, City, buddy. Star. Oh, sorry, Star, I got Star City Labs has Queen Star, Industries. Is it a shithole? Yeah. How many All of disasters can you have in one city? Okay, that's true. Malcolm Merlin pretty much destroyed half There's of the city. N- is there anything nice about Star City that you can recall? Uh, not anymore. Right, can I move to Central City then? Because I want think that's Central City. It's, really it's probably a lot safer too. Okay, fair enough. I mean, well, you got a bunch of super speedsters, and doesn't it like make you wonder who the who would want to be an insurance agent? In Central City. Oh God, no! When he when he like f- runs by all the the uh, the, the windshields and the windows, and, yeah. everything breaks, everything and breaks. you're like, 
Oh, crap. That's what we should do. We should start a glass company in Central glass City. Glass company in Central City. Yeah. All right. Cool. Glass in a Flash. Yes. There you go. That, that's the name of our uh, thing. Glass in the Flash. I, <laughs> so, Reasonable rates. Sign it up. All right. 1-800-GLASS-BREAK. Glass Flash. No. Flash Glass. No. All right. Well, we're working on it. All right. We'll figure out the uh, we're, we're working on it. New books, Mike. New books this week. Well, wow, it seems you. like we were just doing this like a second ago. I know. New books brought to you by WilliamPainter.com. William Painter sunglasses. Best sunglasses ever. We have a new promotion, everybody. If you go to WilliamPainter.com slash I sell comics, you can sign up to win a free pair. I just. There's a, a gentleman who's going to come back to meet you. Okay. His name is uh, Tyler. And he's he said, "Hey, take a look." He had William Painter sunglasses, and he bought him using he bought him using the ISL comics, and he got his twenty bucks off, wow. and he got his free shipping, and he got his free hard case. Holy crap! Did he get the hooks? Did he look like uh, no? He, he got aviators. Oh, nice. Okay, yeah. They're, so they're, uh, they're not the Sloan shoot. I can't remember what the name is, they, but they I have, work I great have for him. They look good. Wow. Okay. Well, so we're, the the word is spreading, Mike. Yeah. Well, if you want superior sunglasses. At a superior price. Hell yeah. Go to WilliamPainter.com. Um, if you want to win a free pair, go to WilliamPainter.com slash I saw comics. If you're like, I want to pay money for a pair, but I don't want to pay retail, go to WilliamPainter.com. Use use code I saw comics. Do both. Get 20. Yeah, why you, would, could, you could. Why would, you know yeah, what? You could Everybody both. should have two pair of sunglasses. Sure. One for the car, one for. One for carrying around. Yeah. So go buy, buy a, a pair, mm-hmm. 20 bucks off right. for, uh, with. I sell comics right. as your code, okay. and then go and, and put your name in. Yeah, absolutely. Many reasons why these are the best sunglasses ever. Firstly, titanium alloy frames. Yes, they yeah, titanium, basically indestructible. Yeah, yes. This is what they use on like spy planes, right? Or the space shuttle. The space shuttle. Well, when the space shuttle flew, the X Men fly the uh, the Blackbird. Yeah, right? probably made out of it's, ti- it's the same made titanium. out of titanium. The same titanium that goes into William Painter sunglasses. Good enough for the X-Men? It should be good enough for you. Good enough for you. Right. Yes. Also, scratch-proof and shatter-proof lenses. Yes. Uh, lenses that Cyclops would approve of. True. And uh, rear-weighted, so they don't slide down on your nose. Right. Like beak. Yes. If you're beak from the X-Men, you got one of those really long, nasty noses. Yeah. Or even the Vulture could could wear these glasses. He's with... not an X-Men guy, but that's I know, right. but he's got a big nose, though. He does, but one... so did Beak. Okay, be, all right, we'll stick with X-Men. Yeah. Um, let's see, uh, scratch, scratch, rear-weighted. Um, oh, but, but they're guaranteed for life. Guaranteed for life. Basically, guaranteed for life. They blast, they're, they're as indestructible as adamantium. Yes. Did I tell you we took some crap from Zippo? How so? Because I said that their guarantee for life is better than Zippo's. And Zippo came back at you? Yeah. Oh. Well, it came back through, get him. Okay. So, uh, I'm, hey, Zippo, you want to... You wanna Protest that. Yeah. Show us. Me. Show us. Yeah. Impro- and, impress us. Yeah. And impress us. Impress show us. me how good your Zippo lighter uh, yeah. guarantee is. Also, uh, free shipping, free hard case. Nice. Pretty sweet. So, WilliamPainter.com. Use code ISOCOMICS, $20 off. WilliamPainter.com slash ISOCOMICS. Win a free pair. Do it. What are you reading Do this it. week, Mike? Let's go with the, uh, it's not my pick of the week, but it's okay. a damn fine read. Uh, Amazing Spider-Man, seven ninety four. Uh, it is part one of a new story arc. It's called Threat Level Red. Uh, right, we who's see, that on the cover there? That is, it's it's a 
dude who's opening a door, a doorway. It's actually pretty cool. Uh, it's a really nice cover. But uh, about a year ago, Spider-Man had um, closed the door on Zodiac. Okay. And it's going to open up in a year. So now the year is up. So the door is opening. As prophesied. As Well, no, as... I mean, they closed the door on him, and it was only closed for a year. Yeah. So now they go, and they they have to take care of he and Mockingbird, and he doesn't have the full resources. Spider-Man no longer has a, the resources of Parker Industries sure. behind him. So, uh, yeah, yeah, there's some uh, stuff oh, there's going some on shit there. going down. Okay. But um, what's even better than that, we see um, the reintroduction of Norman Osborn. Oh, okay. As a uh, a major threat, nice okay. to Peter he's, Parker he's, and he's everyone pissed, he loves. Yeah. Wow! All right, he's back. Yeah, he was. Um, Norman Osborn had his powers taken away from him, and all access to those powers were they were stripped. Stripped. Okay, yeah. he couldn't access his Green Goblin powers. Yeah. Now he's found a new little wrinkle. I, I figured he would. Yeah. I, in fact, they probably should have prepared for him yeah. to come back, but. Spider Man. I guess he had other things to worry about. He's got some other stuff to worry about. Uh, my pick, you uh, you handed me a copy of Marvel 2 and 1 with uh, the thing in the human toy. Amazing, right? The only thing I think about this, say about this, is I wish the Fantastic Four were back. I missed them. You've got the Fantastic 2 right now. I know, but I missed. I'll, I'll, I'll take the 2. I want the 4, though. Okay. Or even with the kids. I don't know if you, you know, do you call the Fantastic okay. 6? I don't know. I want the kids back, too. But I'll take anything I can get. Um, Right now, well, I get, I right now I still don't even know where the rights lie. Does did the Disney deal include the Fantastic Four? There apparently there's some unknown third yes, licensor. It's a little nebulous right now. I'm there's sure it'll all work German out with out enough there. with a big enough check. Of course, all will all will take care of itself. All will be well. But they canceled Fantastic Four. I it seemed like it seems like years. It has been years. How it many has years? Been years? It's been uh, two years, two or three. Okay. I just I miss the wisecracking. I miss I miss them. They're I, I like the they're Fantastic the first Four. family of comicdom. Yeah, yeah. This one deals with a uh, a device called the multisect that Reed had left behind. Yes, for Ben. Yes, just in case anything went down and things are going down. Uh huh. Um, and Ben is trying to find it along with Johnny Storm. The problem with all of this is the conflict lies in that uh, Johnny Storm had no interest in helping out until Ben kind of lied to him and said it was like well reed and sewer strapped in some kind of multiverse yeah. so we have to go rescue them he has no idea he they could be they're they're presumed dead presumed dead they're probably i mean i mean you know how you know all death in comics but ben and victor both know or or they they're led to believe that they're dead right but ben lies to johnny and says hey Hey, let's go. Alive. Let's go grab. He's obsessed with finding this thing. So yeah. So uh, Reed leaves a clue. It's like um, I've hidden it where we had our first adventure. Right, and so they all assume that it was the Fantastic Force first adventure. Yes. So they head off at uh, down to Monster Island. Right, and we made- which name like Monster Island? Are you going there? <laughs> no, I'm not going there. No, that's like Murder Island. Yeah, or Cracktown. Or yeah, exactly. Going going to. Um, to like Syphilisburg. You don't right. want to go there. Or Camden, New Jersey. Or Camden, New Jersey. Yeah. Damn straight. Or Flint, Michigan. You ain't going yeah. there. You no. already know. You know what's going on. Yeah. Yes. But but they go and they it's there's some shit going on. The mole man's down there. 
Um, There's a uh, whole bunch of, especially due to the fact of Monsters Unleashed. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Some oh stuff's yeah, going yeah. On. There's a yeah. There's a little tie in there. If you yep. want to read Monsters Unleashed, uh, you get a little tie, you get a little backstory yeah. on here, and so they get in some shit. Uh, Johnny, in the meantime, is going through some <laughs> physical and mental problems. Yeah, he's got well, mental he's, problems. Yeah, but physical, he's losing his superpowers. Yeah, so he's flaming out, and he's he's about to bite it. Really. Flame off. He's about to bite it, and Doom comes in and saves the day. Yeah, and then, but it's never good when Doom saves the day. I've always been a big fan of Doom. I love Doom. I think he's great. Yeah, and um, but then uh, but Ben regroups, and he uh, he thinks a little harder, uh-huh. maybe with lower rationality. And they find this device. Um, I guess I'll kind of spoil it. Uh, don't spoil it. Don't just spoil it. Finds um, it in a really cool place. Yes, I well, I like that. Uh, as hard-headed, like literally as Ben Grimm is, um, he he can play a joke every so often. Oh, he he plays and, a, and as straight-laced as uh, as um, Reed Richards is, he can also play a joke, especially when uh, when Doctor Doom is involved. Is, yes. is involved. So. If if you've been jonesing for some Fantastic Four like I have, even in flashback, even flashback form, this is pretty. This has been pretty awesome. Yeah. So, so thank you for putting that sure. in your hands. Yes. Next up, Hal Jordan Green Lantern. Yeah, Hal Jordan Green Lantern Corps thirty seven. Uh this is it's. There's a now the the four Earthbound Green Lanterns. Actually, the the four. Honor Guard, Green Lanterns. Yes. Hal Jordan, Kyle Rayner, uh, John Stewart, and Guy Gardner are uh, out in space. They leave Earth to uh, Simon Baz and Jessica. Um, oh my God, I'm I'm blanking on her last name, but um, Jessica. Not Ruiz, Alba or Tanda. No. Okay. Um, so they're they're out there and they get a kind of a distress call. Actually, we find out that John Stewart's trying to give back his ring. He's like, I don't want to be a part of this core anymore because the guardians of the galaxy or guardians of the, um, the universe are back. Okay. Little blue dudes. Yeah. It's Ganthet, Sade and a couple others. They're all wearing their robes. And he said, I, I want no part of this. You guys, you guys have almost destroyed the universe okay. a couple of times. Right. You know, when you're supposed to be guarding it. And uh, they said, no, John, we need you here. You're going to keep us honest. You are the conscience of yeah. the core. So he says, okay, cool. So turns out that uh, there's a distress call. They got to go to a planet named, oh, God, what's the name of it? Uh, Jekyll. Jekyll? Yes, J-E-K-U-L-L. Okay. Jekyll. Or is that two, two U's? J-E-K. Jekyll. Jakul, Jakul, two okay. U's and an L. Okay, turns out that um, they're not alone there. They said that the civilization was, you know, still in the Stone Age. Right, first contact, the whole nine yards. Okay. They're doing that Federation sure, thing sure. from Star Trek. <laughs> sure, uh, but turns out that no, it's being colonized by um, remnants of Krypton. Oh, okay. So Zod, well, that... Zod dun, is dun, dun. Yeah, so Zod is there with his family. And they're colonizing Jakul. Holy crap. And two Green Lanterns against four Kryptonians, they don't stand a chance. No. Unfortunately. They uh, Green Lantern wow. has gone up against uh, Superman. Sure. And fought him to a standstill. Right. But, but that's one-on-one. Yeah, one-on-one. This is four-on-two. Yeah. So, not I don't good. like those odds, Mike. No one likes the odds. Wow. Okay, that's, that's a cool storyline. Yeah, very cool. 
All right. And then Doomsday Clock number three. Doomsday Clock number three. Yeah. So Doomsday Clock number three. Crazy stuff going on in here. Yeah. It's like flipping the watchman on its head, man. It is. It's you've got a bunch of people thrown out of a bunch of windows. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of yeah, a lot of lot of glass breaking. Yes. Including characters that you well, we've seen guys go through windows. Oh, we have. But not these guys. No. So well, that's, we've we've seen uh, we saw the comedian go out a window, right? But turns out he didn't land on no the sidewalk, no, like he did in the first issue of Watchmen. No, no. Turns out very he interesting. Fell a little bit further. Yes, through you know time and mm-hmm. space, perhaps. Uh, yes. <laughs> Rorschach meets up with Batman. Yes. Is it the Rorschach though? Uh, it does not it's, seem to be the Rorschach. No. <laughs> yeah, it's not. Because that Rorschach's still dead. Yeah. And, and meanwhile, uh, there seems to be some, a metahuman movement. Um, yes, afoot in yeah, uh, little, the DC little universe. Yeah, little politics here where uh, I, well, I didn't realize this. They said there's a stat that 97% of metahumans are American. Is that the stat that I read in there? 97%. That's, I think that's what, it, that's what it said. Yeah. And they, they mentioned other countries are also trying to create metahumans. Yeah, with, and there's uh, some, there some problems. Like Belgium yeah. had a, a problem. Yeah, they ain't Wild got huntsmen. Right, they ain't got no. They don't have the right technology. No, uh, actually, the back in the day, the Russian government. Okay, yeah, they would have the Reds. they would have the the resources. Yeah, they did. They they put together like a team. Yeah, and they've been used, you know, in and out of the DC universe for the right. past couple of years, but haven't seen much of anybody else. It's pretty funny, right? But uh, Doomsday Clock, this. Uh, and this is so creepy because the day that this was released, okay. the real doomsday clock that we've got set to nuclear Armageddon. Oh, yeah, like became active. Yeah, and it, it got moved up to two minutes to midnight, which is as close as we've come to. Right. So. Yeah. Oh, can I – I haven't talked about this. I don't think any of us have talked about it. We were just kind of away or whatever. That um that textiller that came up in Hawaii yeah that said missiles uh, imminent like yeah. this is not a drill what the, what the what the hell man I don't know that was that was what would uh, you have done what's the first thing you do you see that well You're I in mean, Hawaii like with, New Jersey or yeah. like, let's say uh, missiles uh, uh, missiles uh, bound for Monmouth County New Jersey this is not a drill take cover what do you do. I, and you're a survivalist, so what? Have you prepared for a missile? No, for missile? no. There's yeah, you got guns, you, you got food, you got water. Yeah, if but anything happens, if there's fallout, if there's if everything breaks down, sure, I'm prepared. But for but, like a nuclear, like yeah. a, a multi, what do you do? Um, megaton you're, 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 nuclear you're, blast. Your rental house does it have a basement. No, no, I don't. Yeah, I don't either. I don't have any here. I guess we could go here. Would you drive here and go no. to the basement here? Well, I there's mean, no. Think about this. We got comics, but we got no food down there. True, and my family. Yes, of course. Grab your family. I go to where my family is. Yeah, that's it. That's and that's it. Okay, and just be with them for those yeah, last minutes. The last minutes. That's. I mean, first off, if we can't Smart. get to like a fallout shelter, which I don't, I don't know where the nearest one is here. Do you? Uh, you got to go looking around. There are like others that say fallout shelter. I've never seen them here. Yeah, I guess well, usually schools have them. Yeah. Okay. I don't hang around schools, so uh, thank God. Yeah, well, you're in, in joint. All right, I just don't know. I guess I would come here. I mean, this, we got pretty. I wouldn't say sturdy. It's a hundred years old. No, actually, if it's a pretty, this is a brick building, though, right? 
True, but everything would collapse and it'd fall downward. So okay. you'd be buried and you'd be great. You'd die of starvation. Right. And uh, don't we have a bucket toilet down there somewhere still? No, they took they that took away. It? Okay, they we took are, it away. We shot with all right. It was yeah. an episode of Comic Book Man. We had it. All right, they well. had stuff that never aired on Comic Book. Okay, Man. I was just curious Damn. to see what you would do. Uh, I, I, go gather my family. Okay, fair enough. Meet in one centralized place, and that's right. it. Okay. Yeah, that would suck. But hey. No matter <laughs> I, um, one, I, I saw wait. like an onion uh, thing said uh, man pissed because he had to tell his family he loved them ah. uh, in his final <laughs> moments. Yeah. We we had a friend who was in Hawaii during all that. Uh, our friend George Cormos, who oh, uh, frames all our stuff. He went to one of our vacation. <laughs> he's, he's I coming. bet he's like, motherfucker. Yeah, I, uh, I saw it on his Facebook, but he's coming back. He'll probably podcast about it. I would have uh, been like, you know what? I'd, on his I podcast. would sue. I'd be like. Sue? Who are you going to sue? The, the I, Hawaiian I government? Want, the government? I, the tourist board. I'd be like, you guys suck. Okay. I don't. I, you know what? If I'm going to die, I don't want to know about it. Sure. Right. I just want to know how this was even an accident. Ugh. I, yeah, apparently the guy who did it, he's, he's not talking. Yeah. I wouldn't either, but I'm, I want to know if, the story. If you were around here, you wouldn't be breathing either. I need to know the story. Yeah. All right. Thank you, everybody. Um, so uh, we have the interview with uh, the P- Marvel's The Punisher, yes. Michael Nathanson, up next. It's pretty amazing. Thank you, My- Michael, for coming down. Thanks, Michael. We and, loved having you down here. And enjoy. Hey, everybody. What's going on? This is uh, Ming Chen and Mike Zapsek here. Gene Sunbob Secret Stash. The question, Mike, that we get all the time is, uh, what's the best part of being on Comic Book Men? And it's times like these. I thought it was I free think. lunch. Free, the free lunch is pretty free good. Lunch is the pretty free sweet, lunch is pretty man. good. They give you free lunch? That's, that's, a, good, free lunch. that's a good deal. Free, I know. The free lunch is pretty Way good. Way to negotiate for that. Okay. Mm. Besides the, the free lunch. The second best thing yes. is having guests like the gentleman to my left, Ming. Yes. Mr. Michael Nathanson. You may know him as Agent Sam, Sam Stein, Homeland Security Agent Sam Stein from Marvel, Netflix, the Punisher. the Punisher. You have to say Marvel's The Punisher. Otherwise, the SWAT, the Marvel SWAT team oh. comes crashing through and they, they pick yeah, you off. I like how you put the Marvel SWAT team comes crashing. Yeah, the Marvel's SWAT team. Just put Marvel in front of everything. Yeah. All right. yeah. Marvel's The Punisher. That was, they were, that was drilled into me very early. Okay. Thank you. I, yeah. Because it's a Marvel's brand. It is. Yeah. It is. It is. It is. Um, thank you for coming down. <laughs> the, um, the, yeah, I mean, then the best part, uh, besides you coming down, is finding out that if you're a fan of comic book men. Huge fan of comic books. What the hell's wrong with you? I'm I'm trying to keep my composure at the moment because it's very surreal because I watch this show at midnight every Sunday night and I've been jonesing for it to come back as much as I jones for The Walking Dead to come back. I jones as hard for this show to come oh, back. So thank you can so you please much. bring the show back? February 25th. That's what I know. I know what it is. Late February. Yes. All right. Yes. That, that's crazy though. I mean, I love we, it. You guys are celebs to me. I, I mean, this is uh, and, and vice versa. My no, no, friend, I don't know, I don't know. I don't know <laughs> what I'm doing here. I feel like you're guessing on my show. Vice versa. Uh, did you grow up a fan of comic books? Uh, the Punisher. Did you read any Punisher comic books um, growing up? You know, I, I wasn't a huge fan of the Punisher. Okay. Exactly. Like, I think like every kid who I was basically a child of the '80s, without revealing my age. Um, I, you know, Star Wars was my jam, and and uh, but I, I did read a lot of comic books that were a little twisted like i someone asked me this question i, I remember the nom do you remember that series oh sure of course i so. love that that was the first i think that was the thing that i read like i had read some spider-man some and i got into batman and different stuff sort of like the the, the quintessential sort mm-hmm. of you know the staples 
And then somehow, I don't remember, I had, I had some weird friends. I grew up in New York City, so you have a lot of weird friends. <laughs> and you're exposed to a lot of stuff you're probably not supposed, exposed to, you know, as a kid. But um, Like Hustler, you know. Yeah, Hustler. Oh, God. I remember when I saw RoboCop for the first time. My friend had a LaserDisc RoboCop. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah, and, Criterion Collection. And we were not supposed to see that. And, like, he broke it out one night. And, oh, my God. I had nightmares for, like, two years after that. Dead or alive, you're coming with me. That's right. One of my favorite movies of all well, time. Well, I think maybe the violence level, maybe it helped you out later in life. Uh... Uh, the whole scene with him, with Weller in the beginning, where Kurt Wood Smith comes in, he's like shooting body parts off him. That was the... Of course. Anyway. Like when it's on, I always watch it when it's on, but I always fast forward those parts because I cannot watch it to this day. Buddy, I think you're scum. <laughs> oh, I like it. There's so many good lines. Oh, yeah, the SUX uh, oh, 6000. I like it. Oh, <laughs> such a good movie. So good. Anyway, so the Want something that gets really yeah. shitty gas mileage. Yeah. So I was exposed to these things. And so the NOM was like a big comic book that kind of launched me into sort of finding out more about like graphic novels and getting into yeah. like, and when I, that's when I read like Watchmen. And, mm-hmm. and, and that's when a lot of Frank Miller stuff started coming out. And, so that was kind of my jam. And I was a huge Batman fan. Like, I've always been super, super into Batman. That's um, awesome. That's always my jam. Did, uh, do you think? And I love Marvel too. Oh, yes. of course. You love Marvel's comics. I love it all. Marvel's comics. Marvel's, Marvel's, Marvel's comics. Do we have to preface Marvel with yes, uh, Marvel on some? Why not? Did, uh, how did this come out? Did they ask you to, to audition? Um, did they see you in a production somewhere? <laughs> They saw me in a production of Jesus Christ Superstar in Toledo, Ohio. No, Didn't they? no that was That's not how it I was. I was in Fiddler. Oh, it was Miami. I was playing. Yeah, I was playing Muddle in a in a dinner theater production of, of uh, Fiddler on the Roof in Boca Raton. <laughs> and Kevin Feige was in the audience, and he called. No, um, that would be fantastic. I would love that. Story. I think he should be. See, I think we he should see more dinner theater. Uh, you know he what? Discover amazing, amazing. Great a lot of good people. talent in the dinner. Kevin theater. Feige, go out with Ming, and you get a good meal. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, good is you know, don't don't eat the veal. As all I'm saying out of okay. dinner theater. It's no, not, Mark Hamill is not Nathan Detroit. <laughs> Pepper steak is the entree. Okay. Yeah. Uh, wow. No. So I uh, yeah. I look. I've been an actor for a long time. Um, I was on a series called The Nick. Yes. Which is Steven Soderbergh's show. Um, so that's kind of what a lot of people knew me for, uh, for a short while. And um, you know, I went in and auditioned like other actors do um, or like all actors do um, the casting director, Julie Schubert uh, was, has always been a fan of my work. And uh, she actually called me into audition for micro. Wow. And I just saw you just saw your, they have a big thing of the Nick. Oh yeah. in uh, the Hollywood museum. Oh, get out in the basement. Yeah. Really? Yes, sir. And there's a picture of me somewhere. There's actually, it's there a costume or, there's it's you on screen, so oh. it's actually pretty cool. They've got a running loop. That's wow, hilarious. You're on Hollywood Boulevard, right yes. next to Mel's Diner. On right next to dream. Mel's Diner. <laughs> I dream to be on yeah. So that's uh, yeah, that's weird. I in the go. basement. Yeah, you gotta go. <laughs> I know where that museum. Oh, that museum. That's yes. like that weird little it, museum. They, they've got a Batman '66 retrospective now. Oh, okay. just started last Sunday. And yeah, Mike went. He was I very went. excited. I was very excited. Yeah, and I'm like, oh, you got to check out our basement. I'm like. Why? <laughs> I'm like Batman's up there. Like, no, it's horror. You'll love it. Uh, and lady, I swear to God, she's sounded like she was from from Brooklyn. Right. No, go down. You'll love it. It'll be great. So and I did. We discovered. And I'm like, oh my god, the next turn of the century. Yeah, yes. medical show. Um, it's right by the bowling alley. 
There's the kitty corner yeah. to the bowling, to that oh, like yeah. fancy bowling alley. That's right. I know where oh, you're Lucky Strike. Lucky, yes. Lucky Strike. <laughs> Lucky Strike. Um, yeah, I spend, my, I spend a fair time, amount of time in LA. So yeah, I came in. I actually auditioned for micro. You know, it was one of those things where it was called crime. It wasn't but, called the Punisher. It was the Punisher, right. but it went under, you know, sure. everyone knows these names, sure, now, so like, I'm not revealing everything. Like Blue Harvest. They should have called exactly. it Dostoevsky. Dostoevsky, right. That crime, would have been better. Crime is not like so far off. They should have been a little bit more, yeah. you know. <laughs> a little more uh, angry, angry veteran who goes after people who did something to him that were that was very bad. Yes. But I've got to tell you, and it's gone on record that, yeah. um, especially on this show, that I am not a Punisher fan. I've always been... All right, it's I'll been great. Mind. See you guys. Yeah, no, 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 no. The comic book Punisher. Oh, there right, we go. Right. Punisher fan. I, I always thought of it. Oh, great. Like the show sucked and yeah, like yeah. she was like, what? <laughs> I, yeah. We called you down here. We wanted hey, to Hold on you. a second. This what? show sucked so hard. <laughs> why? I wanted to come on here and tell you why. Yeah. And I had we no connection. To drive from Brooklyn to here. <laughs> Thank you so much You're for welcome. coming down it's here so I can tell you. Jesus Christ. Pull your... Your this is a paintball gun next to me, right? Uh, yeah. Well, okay. Are we playing Russian paintball roulette? After that's this? pretty much. I, right I want to see if you're going to. You're like, I can't take criticism. <laughs> Boom. No, um, no uh, I I've never been a, a Punisher comic book fan. Gotcha. What, always, what was your term for him? Tell he him. was a murdering scumbag, murderous scumbag is what I called him. So, so to you, Batman is like he it's justifiable in his anger and he does it for justice and he doesn't kill people. But so what is that? The only difference would you say between those two is that he doesn't actually just kill everybody. Yeah, exactly. So you feel like mercy is for the Batman's week. forte. Yeah. And for, mercy's for the mercy's for mercy the is a good thing. Mercy is a good thing. In my opinion, I'm, yeah. I'm not a believer. Everybody feels that way. That's true. Um, and I've, I've never, never been opposed to the Punisher, but everyone was like, Oh, he's my favorite superhero. I'm like, mm. not a superhero, not a hero at all. In, in, a, in essence, he's a murdering scumbag. Interesting. But, but uh, John Barenthal's take on the character, especially in Daredevil season two, yeah. I was very interested in. It, he gave it a spin. He gave the Punisher heart, mm -hmm. which I thought was really cool. And then in this the series, and we binge watched it. My wife and I binge watched it in like two days. Yeah. Jesus. So, I know. Did you need, like, need a couple of showers after that? Uh, Did you get so blood on your shoes? Oof. What? Did you get blood on your shoes oh, watching gross. it in two days? Well, yeah, it's no. funny because like, I think a lot of people's criticism of I, – I think it was generally positively received. But I think one criticism was, where's the violence? Like, why is there not more blood and massacring and killing? And I think what Steve Lightfoot wanted to do and I think what Marvel wanted to do was address some of the issues you maybe had. Mm -hmm. People like, you know, the idea that, you know, he's not a murdering scumbag. Like, he has there, – there's a reason for what he's doing, but it's, you know, if you can sort of – parse that violence out and give it some give it a humanity and give right. it some some scope and give it some uh, and I, I think you guys did that perfect yeah I was very happy to be a part of that show a lot of the reason I was happy because it it, it wasn't just like bloodbath out of the gate right they did that in Warzone they did that in the yeah. other Punisher movie like mm -hmm. no one needs that you know that, that's a video game the yeah, Punisher is a, deep, is a deeper story it could be a deeper story and I exactly think yeah, yeah. I mean essentially when you, you cut away all the bull crap, I mean, Rambo could have been the Punisher, you know? Yeah. Not oh. First Blood Rambo, but Rambo after that. Okay. Like when he's in Vietnam. Yes. And like under war. Were they influenced by the Punisher and all that that franchise, you think? Uh, absolutely. They must be. Right? Very much so. Yeah, sure. yeah one-man army with uh, unlimited weapons. Sure. Well, if you yeah, read yeah, the yeah. book, First First Blood, okay. uh, David Morrell writes it from you know that perspective. Okay. He wasn't out to kill anybody. He was out to, you know, just find his. You place. did first blood. You, <laughs> not me. You did. You, you did. 
So you gotta twist the lips. Are you doing the Stallone? Yeah. I was doing the Stallone. Yeah. You gotta do that. You gotta get really. Anyway, just to get back to so I auditioned for Micro. Okay. Or I knew it was Micro because I I figured it out through like the dummy sides they gave. Sure. You. They give you like dummy sides, which are not really you know the the actual script, mm-hmm. but they ask the writers to create these sides you know yeah. for you to audition with, so you don't they don't reveal any of the. But I. I think his name was David in the in the sides. Yes. I don't know if they, they didn't call him Frank. They called him somebody else. But I was like, oh my god! Like I'm pretty sure I'm auditioning for Micro and the Punisher right now. Like this is insane. When I got the sides, and I went in, and I actually I thought I gave a really good audition. She was actually really happy with me. I think my take on it was a little bit more like the comics. Mm-hmm. I, I played up a bit of the humor. I played up more of the sort of neurotic kind of. You know, yes, the, the, kind of the, with the all con- the, the bundle of nerves. Yeah, and, yeah, and the contrasting thing. And I think that wasn't necessarily what they were going for. And I think now I realize why. But you know, I didn't hear anything. And then about two weeks later, she called my agent, and they were like, you know, he was, you know, he gave a great audition. I don't think that's going to move forward. They're looking for something different for that ca- character. But there happens to be this other character, and who knew on the same show there'd be like another humorous Jewish character? Yeah, not that I can only play Jewish characters, but it, it fits so well for me. And I and I remember coming in and. She called me back in. And she was like, "Thanks for coming back in." And and uh, again, it was like dummy sides. I think right. the sides were something like it was like an agent. There was something about an agent. A, uh, it was it was a joke about like the agent being Jewish and then his partner being Middle Eastern. And it's mm-hmm. like, oh, they threw us together to like sort of please everybody. Yeah, be PC. And it was a scene that took place on a rooftop, and we were on a stakeout. And I remember I had a whole monologue about nine eleven because she asked me, "Well, why did you join?" I think it was, and I think we were, it was the, we were supposed to be in the FBI or right. something. She's like, "Why did you join the FBI?" One of these sort of partners having that mm. conversation, you know, what brought you to the to the force or whatever. Typical. And there was this like really beautiful monologue about like nine eleven and how he, my character, like grew up in New Jersey and he, all his friends like one day went to work and then didn't come back and he was like and it totally transformed him and it was just really intense and I worked on this huge monologue. Little did I know I'd never get to do the monologue. That audition is somewhere in the ether of me doing this great monologue. Yeah, it's on a videotape or somewhere wherever they somewhere do it. Someone's got it. So um, essentially, they're they're casting for the 2017 version of the Odd Couple. Instead of sloppy and and clean, it's yeah. Middle Eastern and Jewish. I, right, is that okay. is that the 2017 version? I well, guess. now we're in 2018. So what's the 2018 version going to be? Oh, that, that's going to be a good one. I, uh, I have some ideas, but I think I don't think we can talk about it. Okay, right now, save it, save it. Save it. But uh, so yeah, so I went in and uh, we it it just happened, and they yeah. Got the part. That's awesome. I was going to ask Crazy. if being a geek helped you land the role, but it just no. It, it helped like, him figure out which role he was yeah, going for. It just so. seems like being awesome helped you land the role. Yeah, I, thanks. Mm. I, uh, I mean, I, you know, I, I, I give a good audition. Let's just say that I work my butt off, and you know, I, and I, and I tried to, and I think what I bring to the table is an authenticity. And I think people have said that about the character that I play. You know, he's, he's different from everybody else. He's got some kind of interesting energy about him. But I, I try to play him, and everything that I do is close to who I am as right. possible. None of the characters that I ever play are way far off from me. The guy in the Nick was a little bit different. That was a that was a sort of more of a period thing. But um, yeah, it was it was crazy. And then when I found out, and you know, they waited like an excruciatingly long time to tell me. The, the, I assumed that I didn't get it. Yeah, you know, I, I'm not kidding. It was probably like. At least six weeks before I left. Oh, so wow. I totally had it out of my mind. And I was hanging out with a bunch of friends. And I got a text from my manager saying, well, it looks like you're getting an offer for Punisher. And I was just like, 
And at this point, nobody knew it was the Punisher still. Like right. nobody knew the Punisher was coming out. Yeah. It was a rumor. I couldn't tell anybody. And I had to sit with that information for so long. Oh, so man. even before, Could during, I, and after production? Nope. I think, truth be told, I think my wife and my parents knew. Sure. I'm not going to not tell like my wife and like swore. I think I swore my wife and my parents secrecy. But yeah. like, no, I couldn't, you know, and I, all my friends are comic geeks and they're, you know, pop culture geeks, whatever. And like, I was like, this is like the greatest thing that's ever happened. I'm in the MCU, and yeah. like, and I can't tell anybody. Like, God damn it! Yeah, and even for the longest time, uh, there wasn't even a, re- a release date. Um, even yeah, up until were, New York Comic Con, they uh, because there was just of- so much. Anti- well, yeah, but there was so much anticipation for the show, and and yeah, they sat us down. And we had a very intense session, me- uh, you know, social media session and media training session with everybody from wow. Netflix and Marvel. Like, here's what you can say. Here's what you can't say. And we're being very protective of this particular brand and property and all that. They are with everything, but this in particular was so anticipated and people were like, so it was, yeah, it was, it was crazy. It was like living in a weird secret society for a while, like living in the witness protection program. Yeah. But protecting a cool witness. Yeah. What, uh, what was it like that first day? Uh, you know, you're in your Homeland, uh, security, you're in the, you're in a suit, you step on that (laughs) suit, you step on the set for the first day. What was that? What's that like? I was like, to- oh, great. Now I'm, it feels like every nine to five job I ever had to do before I got successful as an actor. No, um, it was weird. It was like, uh, very quickly it became like every other job, you know, like it's not because it's the Punisher. It has that mystique or, you know, any Marvel show or any sort of, I would imagine doing like, it's probably different when you're doing like a Batman movie right. or, or, you know, or like someone's always walking around in the suit. So there's all, and there's always like a bat signal or a car in the Punisher. It's a slow burn. The show is not exactly about the insignia and the symbolism right. and all that. It was about, it was a much more of a slow burn. So for us, we felt like we were doing this sort of like all the president's men meets French connection kind of 70s. Meets the gritty, Manchurian candidate. Man, sure. Yeah. Like all of these things like gritty 70s style, like, thriller kind of a thing and that's that's and we sort of just invested our characters in that world and didn't really think about except when i had the first i'm the one who says the punisher for the first time yeah you coined the term yeah i, I don't think i coined it i think somebody else coined it okay in the, in the, but you in, say it oh, I, okay. I coin it for our for our uh, uh franchise let's say and i i think she says like when Madani says to me something like, you know, um, oh, we got to find, you know, I want to find Frank. I'll, get me all the information we can get on Frank Castle. And I think I have a very snarky response. I'm like, the Punisher, like, because I almost like making fun of the name. Like, yeah. like, like, oh, like, like this will never stick. And I think I, my character at first is probably a bit on your side about who he is and yeah. what he's done, I think, for sure. Um, which is funny because I was interested in what you were saying because I was like, I think that's Stein's take on that kind of violence. But um, yeah, it was when I said the words for the first time. Oh yeah, that's like, when it was like chills, oh, man. Shit, like Damn. oh my gosh. Um, when I met Bernthal for the first time, it kind of like started like little things sunk in. So there's a secret place, and it's called the Marvel Workout Room, and it's where they train us. It's where they train a lot of the superheroes. They call it the Marvel Workout Room. You know, it's a it's a big warehousey space. They own a lot of spaces. I'm not telling you where it is. It's super secret, but. Uh, a lot of the guys you, like you'll see, you could walk in there at any given moment, and like, Christian Ritter might be there, or you know, Mike Coulter, yeah. yeah, like all any of these guys. We said we have to touch man. touch something. Like we just did we a. Well, it, yeah, it's that's our our thing. That was that's electric. our thing that was now, electric. man. That was electric. It was. We need to find this. This is like the danger room. Ah, uh, I don't think like, so. No. Real life Ming, danger room. I think you'd have to kill me. Kill. You'd have to kill. I would never. Actually, I think Ming would be murdered when you try to walk in there. <laughs> sure. So yeah, yeah. You if they saw you anywhere near. Anything Marvel, they'd be like, 
Jesus, that's like the last person we need here. Can, yes. Can I just walk in? It's like, no, no, no. I just got cast in Shang-Chi, Master of Kung Fu. <laughs> Not like, I, I belong here. <laughs> like, no, we we didn't even do that yet. Oh, my God. They're so they're just so protective. of, And they know, like, everybody just wants to know, mm-hmm. like, any little bit of information. But I walked in on Bernthal, and he was – he had the, the long, scraggly hair. Yeah. You know, it was like the, the, the Frank you see in the beginning. And the long beard. And he was shirtless. And he was grunting. And he was like – hanging on things and punching things and lifting things and I was just like Jesus Christ yeah that's for me because for me and we were talking about this earlier I'm a huge Walking Dead fan mm-hmm. huge sick Walking Dead fan that's my like my goal is to be on The Walking Dead I, I will do anything and I know that casting director and I bug her all the time she's out of LA and I'm always like Sharon come on come on please I don't know if it, again maybe there's a Jewish character it's like Jesus Jewish character again <laughs> but um but yeah, so like for me, he's Shane. Yes. So when I saw him, I geeked out. I was like, that's Shane. Yeah. And I got like so excited. And then I was like, oh, wait, but it's also the Punisher. And then like things like that, you know, you start, it starts to sink in and, and it becomes something other than a job. And other than like your regular sort of gig right. where you're like, oh, I'm going to work and I have to clock in and out and being on a film shoot is hard. And I never was like, it was always just like so fun and so ridiculous. Like, yeah. And the free lunches. Time. Food was good. Yeah, a lot of good snacks too. Yeah, good catering. Well, I just think uh, you know, I'm we we could sit here all day and make fun. I mean, we do that anyways, and it, and they turn into a show. But um, I think um, you do. It's just it's more enjoyable. Maybe you'd even do a better job if you love the property that you're working on, and you kind of totally. know all about it already. Totally. Um, yeah, and and like I said, I didn't know. I was a peripheral Punisher fan. Like I knew the character, sure. I knew the story, I knew. I had read some of the comics and I, I loved some of the art. Um, but I, I think it was like, I think if I, if it had been a star Wars movie, I don't know how I would have come to work. Like, I don't know. Like that just like, there's certain things. If it was like ghostbusters four, I would have just been like a puddle of jello sure. every moment. I was at least able to keep my composure okay. and not be a blithering idiot sure. all the time and not fanning out all the time, fanboying out all the time uh, on set. But uh, it was, yeah, I mean, there's some, there's a special thing about it, you know? And when you get, like, a Marvel wiki page, you're like, I have a responsibility to, like, be awesome in this and, like, I, give I, this everything. I must uphold uh, all yeah. the tenets of this character. Indeed. Heck yeah. Indeed. One of the really cool things that I love about the Marvel Netflix um, series, which I'm sure is going to go over to Disney streaming next year when everything who shakes knows? out. Yeah, who knows what's going to happen. But – one of my favorite things about it is that it's got a very grindhouse feel. Mm. It feels very 70s New York. Uh, yeah. 70s and 80s. Remember when Playland was still up there? Totally. And, I remember that. Oh, yeah. You can get a fake ID for like $12. Right. My fake my, ID. I got my fake ID on 42nd Street. Me too. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, you guys were next in line. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Actually, my name was my name on my card was Michael Logan. As in Logan, as in Wolverine? As in Wolverine, yeah. Michael Gosh, Logan. Michael I, don't Lo- remember, I don't remember my fake ID name. Really? Was, I it, go back. was it your real name? No. Never, never do that. I'm pretty sure that was not but my it, real name. It was the worst fake idea because it said uh, state, New York. Mm-hmm. And then it was – it didn't even say like mine state like ID. A, mine was like a weird – yeah, mine was like a weird ID. Yeah, state. Mm-hmm. It was like some weird – not a driver's license, but it's like some kind of – I think it was like an, a college ID or something. Okay, yeah. It just had your age on there. And back then, nobody cared. Yeah. They, oh, didn't, they didn't. Oh, like yeah. It, it, as long as you had cash, no one cared. Right. Indeed. Indeed. So like 15 years old. And – being the right. genius that I was, I, I'm like, oh, cool! I've got a fake ID, so I went next door to try it out. So, <laughs> oh, and did it work? 
I guess that's probably uh, what everybody did. So. Yeah, you guys like, uh, oh, yeah, oh yeah. another one of you. All right, you got cash? Good enough. Come on in. Oh, God. That was it. Yeah, spending but money. It, 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 but you're right. That's that's the that grindhouse sort of like, there's like a dirty kind of a mm-hmm. gritty realness to it. And I think The Punisher, more than any of the others, kind of up the ante on that. Mm-hmm. I think the main reason for that, though, is that there's nothing supernatural. There's nothing mystical. No. or not, you know, It's just real people dealing with real stuff exactly. and real consequences. Yeah, right? I mean... Yeah. There's no resurrection in the Punisher. No, Tahiti is not a magical place. No. In the Punisher. <laughs> no, not, no, not in the no, MCU. No, 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 no. no, no. By far, uh, I got a yeah. couple of questions here on Facebook Live. Uh, how yeah. long did the shoot take? Number one, say twenty minutes. Twenty, <laughs> twenty minutes. Um, let's see. I think the entire shoot for all the episodes was probably about six months. October, November, December. <sighs> no more. Wait, let's see. Yeah, it's a pretty healthy between shooting. six and seven months that was, was the entire schedule. Pretty. What was interesting though is like all the storylines were so disparate until like the last few episodes. Okay, yeah. So everyone was off shooting their own thing, um, but yeah. So like nobody was ever, except for maybe John, right? Uh, and maybe Evan, but like most of us were, and Amber too a bit, but like a lot of us were sort of like in for a few weeks, off for a couple weeks, okay. in for a couple weeks, yeah. off for a couple weeks. That's kind of how it how it played out. Yeah. Uh, second yeah. question about weapons. Uh, yeah. Do you remember what kind of guns you used? Did you go through weapons training? I did. I went through actually extensive weapons training. Okay. I don't remember the guns that I used. Okay. We um, got some hardcore. Clock, yeah. Jesus. Guns, yeah. Um, I wish Mike, Mike's got three guns. He's one of them. Clock three twenty two. Yeah. Um, it was fun as hell, man, shooting those things off. But um, yeah, we did. We do. Uh, they're very, very. Um, uh, um, specific about like the gun training and like okay. wanting to make you look exact you know they they have a lot of experts on set all the time and we went through um in that uh, same marvel training facility place that we we used um like laser like laser guns mm-hmm. almost like laser tag style guns gotcha and they would set up targets that you would have to knock down with the laser sights and right. things and that was the most fun and like we would do like jumps and rolls and you know they would set up like boxes if you were in like a warehouse situation and they were like then they'd have some of their their stunt team around and they'd be like there's a bad guy and he would jump out and they would have a gun and you'd have to sort of ne- negotiate all that but you know they it was from day one it was like how to hold it properly how to right you know, they don't want you on screen being like eh. no no <laughs> and we got pretty uh, amber and i got really we were good we got really yeah, good I, at it, it looked, real fast um, i think i appreciated that yeah. i mean i watched a lot of movies. i've never gone through the training but it, yeah, you yeah. look you guys look like badass thanks yeah we uh very hogan's alley is what it yeah 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 Let's say yes. Yes. Or again, the Marvel, the Marvel Danger Room, man. The X Men, Professor X's Danger Room. I keep going back to that. But there's no mutation in the Punisher universe. No, I'm sorry. no, no, no unfortunately, mutants, okay. no nothing. No, none of that. We are totally separate. No, it's um, yeah. So it was, but it was a blast. Like there was one day when we had the entire uh, set to ourselves, and we went in with one of the guys, and um, he brought in these machine guns. And we were just like, shoot, Amber and I were just shooting stuff off, and wow. it was just, it was a blast. Like I'm not gonna lie, it's you know. Guns have their place and, you know, whatever your opinion about it, you know, they, they were really, um, they were, uh, yeah, it was fun. It was okay. fun. It was fun. Yeah, right. you can say nothing it. wrong with me. There's nothing wrong with me. I mean, you know, it's an action movie. It's not real. Yeah. Were they ever like, cut, cut, stop smiling, stop smiling. Yeah. We, it's a serious scene. Yeah. Sometimes <laughs> I posted an, I posted a picture of myself on Instagram recently. Uh, it was a behind the scenes shot of like a banana instead of like holding up a banana instead of a gun or something like that. But like, Oh yeah, that's a, yeah. Did you see that picture? Yeah, I saw it, yeah. it was just like so funny, you know, like 
you're in these scenes, right? You're in these like re- like life or death situations, yeah. and then it's like, oh, like I'm hungry, can I, like catering, can I get a thing? Like, and they'll you, do it, they'll you, do it, yeah. Them. And then they'll like bring you your coffee, and yeah. like, so everyone's got their like stash of snacks right. behind you. You're like, okay, and scene, homeland security, and they're like, oh, okay, cut. Uh, where someone have my um, someone have that plate, that burrito that they were making. Yeah, will yeah. someone get? Please get Michael a Snickers bar, please. He's yeah, looking. you're spraying out granola. Like, yeah, blah, blah, yeah, yeah. Oh, oh, I would redo that. I have to get the food. I might no. It, you were working long hours, you know, you have to eat and stuff. So you have to like squeeze those things in. Sure. So, um, but I'm also one of those people who like, can't take it too seriously all the time. Sure. Um, I heard like Tim Roth in a podcast he was doing and he got asked like, you know, are you one of these method guys who likes him? He's like, God, no. He's like, as soon as they say cut, he's like, I'm, I'm joking around and I'm being myself and blah, 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 and, and I go home and I leave, leave it alone. That's kind of how I am. I, I, I can't. So I try to keep it light. Right. All right. You didn't go totally method. And, uh, I can't. Wearing, wearing I can't. Wearing vest to, I think to that's sleep. where the that's where the craft comes in. You gotta mm. like. You yeah. Know, there's a level Separate of craft. That, yeah, I think so. Otherwise, you go insane. Yeah. Um, before the Punisher, did you have a favorite Marvel, Properties. Netflix, TV show? Um, I guess what we got Daredevil. We got Jessica Jones. Luke Cage. Luke Cage. Iron Defenders. Fist. Iron Fist. Yeah, I, I, I mean, I started watching Daredevil, so I was a, I was, I have to say Daredevil, and I, I just love Daredevil season yeah. two. And you and I were talking before we did the, the, the podcast, like, um, Bernthal's performance in season two is just mm-hmm. like other, other level, and that scene in the, in the cemetery. Oh my god, yeah, was just like, oh, it was heartbreaking. I see where this is going. I see where like these shows are starting to be a little bit more less comic book and more about, you know, yeah, okay. character. And yeah. And character and all that. And it's just, yeah, that, that blew me away. So I was really, uh, yeah, I was a fan of the, of the daredevil series. That's I awesome. always like the character. Do you, have, too. do you have a favorite comic book character or movie or uh, Marvel or just anything? Anything. Oh God. I mean, I mean, I'm just a huge, I'm a huge Batman okay. guy. I can't. I was going to say, don't, don't make him say. I know. I feel okay, bad. No, you're in, no, you're in the, that's fine. No, you're, look, you're, you're and in the I got a room. I got a lot of great, um, fans online who are always like, they thank me for not being like Marvel this and Marvel that. And Marvel thanks me too. I mean, they're not like, yeah. you know, you got to appreciate all of it. It's sure. all fantastic stuff. Of course. If but, it wasn't for Batman, there would be no daredevil. Boys, I got to get back to work. Okay. But I want you guys to keep going. It's been fantastic talking thanks, to Mike. you. Thanks, Mike. I want to do this again. Mike, I would love Mike, to. Mike got intimidated. I did. I got intimidated. Oh, that way, that's a really. It can be that's honest with me. And that's really is. It's because you put your Batman put your fan. pants on though before oh, you so go okay. back to work. Good enough. Put your pants on before you piss them, please. <laughs> there are kids in the store. Oh, pee them Jesus. before you uh, pee good them. Man. All right. Yes, of course I will. <laughs> See you in a moment. Um, I uh, well, yeah. I was introduced to you because now you're in a uh, you get to explore this different world, which is the convention world. Uh, yeah. Yeah, crazy. And uh, you're just at Paradise City Comic Con in Miami. Yeah, uh, not a bad place to spend a January, uh, an early January weekend. It's very nice. Uh, was that your first convention? It was my first. Well, my first convention as a guest. Okay. I've so been, you would you attended them like we did? Yeah, I've been to I you know I I've been to a bunch of New York Comic Cons and um I've been to a lot of the smaller market ones just sure. because I haven't been in those places but um I've gone to a couple. They but don't. yeah, I've, I love New York Comic Con and and. Uh, this was this was a weird thing to sort of be on the other side of that, and it, and it feels good at being on the other side of the table, doesn't it? It feels okay. You know, my favorite part, honestly, was walking around the con, yeah, and just like running into fans and people being like, "Oh my god, that's," and then like vendors and artists being like, "Oh, I," you know, and and then like talking to artists about their work and yeah. them asking me questions about my work and sort of like having that community and 
like Declan Shelvy. I don't know you, Declan, you know, if you know Declan's work, he does a lot of Marvel stuff, yeah. Irish comic book artist. Um, and he and I become friends and, and he was there and we got to hang out a bit in Miami and, and it's like great to like see these guys and, and, you know, and, uh, yeah, they're and, grinding away, creating, yeah. uh, doing commissions, making people happy. Amazing. And just- yeah. And just like, and, and seeing all the fan artists and all that stuff, like it's, that was really gratifying, but yeah. And, and getting to meet the fans and having them come up to you and, you know, wanting to take pictures and stuff. Yeah, it's, like it's pretty, it's pretty cool. It's and, um, I liked it. It means a lot to them. I mean, you're in, yeah. in this universe that they, they love so much. For me, it's, you know, I talk about this a lot. Like I'm a geek, you know, I was telling you earlier, like when Mark Hamill tweeted at me, I was like, Oh, it was like my, all of my dreams came true. <laughs> it's like I, my 10 year old self just yeah. like exploded. And um, I remember I took a picture of his tweet and then I, and then I took a picture of myself with my lightsaber and then I tweeted that back at him. And then I took a picture of all that and I put that on Instagram. Like yeah. I'm one of these fans who like geeks out over people. Oh, yeah. And like, so when people want to meet me and they feel like, you know, I, I, what I did meant something to them in my work, it means everything to me. And to me, it's like the fans are like this tribe, this great like experience where I can, like I, I can have my own campfire now. Or I can be at the campfire. You can, and they'll come and hang out. Yeah, and like let's all hang out at the campfire and roast marshmallows together yeah. and be geeks together. And like to me, that's what this all means. Like the end result of being a part of this is not any sort of celebrity or any sort of cachet. It's about getting to know them and being a part of that community and being respected by that community with, that I love so much. Yeah, because we're one of them. So we yeah. know we we yeah we've been to cons. We were at and, the other, other end of the table. And this gentleman was kind enough to design my first Comic-Con banner. Oh, you're talking about me, yes. Yes, I, it was under. Well, I'm on Facebook Live. Can yeah. they not see you? They only they can, see me? No, they see me too. Oh, yeah. good. Yeah, I, it was under duress. Uh, we have the same con booking agent. We do, we do. Every, every couple of weeks, she's like, I, I, emergency, like I need this done in two days. <laughs> it like, was beautiful though. It's like, I got you. Oh, it was like a, such a point of pride because again, I'm a huge fan of yours, a huge fan of the show, <laughs> huge fan of the stash. And so like when she said, oh yeah, you know, because I knew you were one of her clients. I was, right. like, I was like, she's like, oh yeah, well, Ming's in a design. Ming, Ming just sent a bunch of designs. Can you check them out? I was like, he what? M- Ming Chen? And then, I, and then I reached out to you. I was like, dude, it's so great to meet <laughs> yeah, you. I know, like, I would, thank you. I was, was geeking shocking. out. Yeah, you hit me up on uh, oh, I loved email it. And, um, I couldn't believe it. I was like, oh, Instagram. I'm going to force him to be friends with me and force him to talk there, to There's me. no forcing. No, there's no forcing. It's an yeah. honor to have you down here. Thanks, man. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. I'm sorry it took a little while to set up, but. No, this is great. But yeah, the, the Comic Con thing is cool, and I got a bunch more coming up, and uh, I'm hoping to, to book more. You know, it's a weird thing. The way they book people at these things is the best way to do it is like fans have to reach out to the promoters right, and, and tell them they want you, they want you at the thing. And like, it's obvious to bring Bernthal or it's obvious to bring, you know, sure, Mark Charlie Hamill. Cox or Mark Hamill yeah. or any of these people. But like a lot of these like supporting actors that all the fans love, they're not just automatically going to comic cons. Right. You know, it's, it's a grind for us to try to, you know, to want to book them and, and get out there. But yeah. also we need the fan support. So fans, if you want to see me at a comic con, Get in touch with your local peeps. And, yeah, uh, hit them up on Twitter if uh, yeah. and Facebook. Like, Absolutely. seriously, it and it helps. works. It, it does work. Yeah, I got booked on a couple just because fans were asking people. Yeah, yeah. So that was yeah, cool. Michael Nathanson, everybody. We need it. We need him at every convention. Um, you're you're going to one that I I love. I want to give him a shout. Uh, Pensacon in Pensacola, Florida. Yeah, you're gonna have a great time there. The uh, the guy who runs it, uh, Mike Ensley, is a top notch guy. Nice. He'll be well taken care of. I'm not just saying that because he's on Facebook Live watching us right now, but but uh, hello. I'm really excited. I I have heard besides Ming telling me this, I have heard amazing things about Pensacon, and when I booked it, I was super psyched that that was one of the first ones I was going to do. It'll be my, I think it'll be my second one. Yeah, yeah. It's that's going to be a hard one to top, is what I'm saying. Mm. But 
Yeah, Ming was telling me uh, all the, the the town rallies around, and there's yeah. parties and restaurants get involved, and it becomes like a like a Comic Con city. Yeah, almost. Do you do you, uh, do you like steak? Do you do you oh, like I red like, meat? Oh, I like my red it's meat. It's called uh, Maguire's, which uh, you'll thank me later for that. Maguire's. Maguire's. Scott. Yeah, for sure. That was how I that that's how my Mark Hamill tweet came about. My favorite restaurant in the entire world is Peter Luger's Steakhouse oh, in Williamsburg, Brooklyn. Yeah, the uh, Porterhouse for two. Oh, my uh, God, yeah. Uh, I dream about it. So every every year, that's like my staple birthday dinner. I go with my family, my wife, and we go and we do the, the Peter Luger dinner. And one year, actually wasn't with my wife. This was like 10, 12 years ago. Um, I was eating dinner for my birthday at, at Luger's, and I hear this voice behind me that I recognize, and I hear, and I'm like, huh, I'm, I must be imagining things. And then I hear... And then at that point, Harrison and Carrie were really fighting and they really couldn't stand each other. So they had to, and I turned around and there's Mark Hamill in one of his famous Cosby sweaters. Yeah. Oh my God. Talking to like a couple, like sitting at a dinner table, yeah. like regaling them with Star Wars stories. I'm not kidding. As close as you are to right. me. And I was like hyperventilating and didn't know what to do. And the one thing I told my family was every year I say, don't bring the singing waiters out. Don't sing happy oh, birthday. No. I hate it. And of course they did it. Yes. And, but I'm glad they did because I turn around. And there's Hamill singing "Happy Birthday" to me oh my God. with the waiters. So I told this story. I got interviewed by some mag. It's like a like a drinks magazine, like a cocktail magazine. Yeah. And they were talking about like what's your favorite place to eat, your favorite drinks. And I told them this story about how Mark Hamill sang me, sort of sang me "Happy Birthday." And then he he like read the thing, and then he like tweeted me. Oh my God. He was like, "Well, of course I remember that, Michael. And it was a great night, and <laughs> and you know I love you and Happy Birthday." Or so it was something some ridiculous thing. But so yeah, so steak, steak and geekdom. Brings people together. Brings people together, and I have a have a very close place in my heart. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and uh, I I got to look at the rest of their guest lineup, but you know, um, for me, it's cool. You yeah. you get to hang out with all of them. You see them at very par- parts of the con. Oh, very cool. Yeah, and, um, I know, know there's some Walking Dead folks there. Oh, for I sure. I saw a lot of really cool guests that I'm. Yeah, I was thinking. I was actually thinking about that the other day. I was like. I forget that I'm going as a guest. Yeah. You know, like, I'm like, oh, I want to meet that person. Yeah. I want to hang out. That and person. you can. You just go up to them and. Uh, yeah. I was. Uh, well, I at um, Paradise City Comic Con, Randy Havens, Mr. Clark from Stranger Things, yeah. he and I became buds and we started hanging out and we're still in touch. And you get to like meet people that you see and. Yeah, it becomes and, like a nice little family. And people that you admire, which is really cool. So, well, welcome cool. to the welcome to the con family. Yeah, thanks. It's a uh, it's a cult. It's a cool cult, though. It's a cool. It is a very cool cult. I mean, if you're going to pick a cult to be in, yeah, this is the one I would pick. This is the one, uh, yeah. definitely the one you you got to pick. Um, all your social media, Michael Nathanson, where your Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. Yeah, you can Twitter me. Uh, you can tweet me. Twitter me. Can okay. you Twitter someone or you tweet you can. someone? You uh, tweet generally. Yeah. I think that's what the kids are yeah, saying. The kids. Uh, yeah, on Twitter, I'm m underscore Nathanson one, and uh, Instagram, I'm Michael underscore Nathanson. Okay. Yeah, and. Uh, yeah. Yeah, it's cool. You post a lot of behind the scenes stuff. It's a I do. great feed. I thanks, man. I try to keep it light. I try to keep it fun. Yeah. Like I take it all very seriously, but I also like I'm tongue in cheek with it as well. And I try to have that be a, a place where fans can come and contact me and yeah. hang out and like Ask I said, questions. have a yeah, and have a geek hangout and, and have a good time with it. And uh yeah. So come find me. Awesome. Is this are we ending? Is this the end? Are you like trailing? Uh I don't unless you have anything else to plug. What can I plug? Yeah. What I'm are just, you working on right now? You got anything that uh, we should know about? Uh, well, I I just had a couple of cool TV gigs. I was on uh, an episode of Marvelous Mrs. Maisel on Amazon. Okay. And uh, I was on a episode of Madam Secretary a couple weeks ago. I was the one of the, the guest roles on that one, which was fun. But uh, I got a lot of writing producing projects. I got a feature I'm trying to get off the ground. It's a sci-fi relationship movie that I co-wrote that we're trying to get I'm made. I'm already excited about this. Knowing knowing. Having known you, 
now and and what you like. Yeah, yeah. It's, I have a feeling it's sort of John Carpenter meets the Lobster. Okay. Remember, the, remember that movie, The Lobster, yeah, came yeah, out a couple yeah. years ago. It's sort of those two. It's sort of like a Starman meets Eternal oh, Sunshine of the okay. Spotless okay. Mind. I'm trying to get an investor enticed to want to do this, but it's um, it's uh, you're backing a good horse back here. Uh, yeah, thanks, thanks. So that's a movie we've been trying to get off the ground for a little while, and it's got a great uh, great script, and so we're we're hoping to make that soon. And I've got a TV pilot I wrote with a friend of mine about dads in Brooklyn because I am a dad in Brooklyn, right. and uh, that's out at some really cool places and we're going to have some really cool meetings soon about that. So that might be something exciting. Yeah. And I got a little secret Marvel thing going that I can't talk about too much, but let's just say my relationship we, with Marvel. We had, is, a, we had a little tease of that. Um, I really hope that works out. Thanks. And thanks. Then if it, yeah. And then if it works out, uh, you know, we'd love to help you in any way we can. Yeah, man. We're all, we're yeah. all family here. So, yeah, but uh, you know, it's the, the life of an actor, you know, when you, uh, spoiler alert, if you haven't seen all the Punisher episodes, stop listening or watching. Being dead, you know, when when they kill you off, and I knew I was getting killed off from the beginning. Sure, it wasn't like a weird surprise, but um, you know, you go back to the grind of being an actor. So today I had two auditions, yeah. for pilots. And I got another one tomorrow, and they came down here, and I came down here yeah, right after. You. Well, this was way more important to me than, than any <laughs> auditions that I had today. Are you kidding me? Thank you. And since we already opened the box, um, what a what a great death scene! I just thanks, man. I mean, it's pretty, it's pretty gritty. And yeah, it meant, uh, you, you know, you messed up a couple shirts shooting. I, did, and I, I imagine I did mess up a lot of shirts. That was really cold that day and really bloody. And I laid in that blood on that cold concrete oh, yeah. for a very long time. Yeah, you can't move. So no, but it was, yeah, it was intense. I, I'm not going to lie. I, I felt every moment of that scene. It looked very authentic. Yeah. It was if, brutal. You know, like you see like your entire life pass before your eyes sure. in that character yeah. and that entire character and that entire experience it's all of these things sort of coming together in that moment where it's like you love being here. You love being a part of this epic yeah, kind of then, thing. And then, and then it's, you know, it's, it's, it's like disappearing in front of your eyes as like your co-star and this, and I, and Amber and I grew very close and we're still very close friends. Like it was, it was genuinely upsetting for both of us. And so it was, it was occurring on so many levels during right. that moment not to mention all the blood and yeah. all the, and you can just feel and, it. And yeah. And you, and you get to act yeah. and be in the moment at the yeah. same time. And, 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 and if you can catch it, you know, my, my parting words to Dina and my parting words to Amber are, I love you. And I'd say it with my eyes when I touch her face at first, obviously I'm trying to tell her that that's Billy, man. And like, sure. you know, that's your boyfriend. And I was right all along. Yeah. But, um, but in that last moment, it's that sort of, that I love you that I give her with my eyes. Yeah. And, uh, that 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 meant that on a lot of levels. It's acting, man. It's you know, acting. I love it. Well, um, in my game. mind, I was like, wow, you know, you just joined the world of you know, Uncle Ben, uh, Maria, and Howard Stark, uh, martyrs. Yeah, Yinsen from Iron Man, the the guy who helps Tony Stark get out of the yeah, cave. Totally. You know, ben Urich. The the list goes on. Yeah, it's a. I'll it's take not, it. It's a badge of honor to be in that in that company and to be with those kind of like. It's it's a certain kind of Marvel legend, you yeah. know that that. Uh, you know, it it'd be way worse to sort of languish on some series for God knows how long, sure. and, and but to like have your character mean something and represent so much, and 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 have and have that death be affect the other characters for the rest of the you know the end of that series was um it was cool. Yeah, well, like you said to Madonna, we love you too. Oh, thanks, thank, man. Thank you for coming all the way down here. Pleasure. You're welcome here anytime. I'll take you up and, on uh, that. Who again. knows if we do get a season eight, we'd love to get you on somehow. Oh man, I I'll bring some of my toys down. You're the right kind of geek that you know. You, I mean, you watch the show. I think you would do very well. Here oh my god! And I, and I think uh, I know Walt's here somewhere, but I, he I, 
I think I could, uh, I think my negotiating skills are uh, on par. I think we could, uh, He's a tough one. He but. is a tough one, but I, it's like my mission is like come down here with something. I see if I can crack it. Oh, all right, we got to see challenge this accepted. Now. Maybe we got to see this. Yeah, yeah, awesome. Yeah, I love it. I love it. I would love to, man. That would be amazing. Awesome, Michael Nathanson. Thank you so much. Thanks, man. Really appreciate it. Yeah. We will see you soon. See you out there. <laughs> Come on,